Hey friends, this is Drew. Welcome to another Fathom 15. Uh, this is a series that we're starting that uh, is set to drop on Tuesdays where we talk for 15 minutes on a topic related to the Enneagram. This week's Fathom 15 is on the all-important and interesting topic of wings. Abram Creek and I uh, talk about the various theories that are out there and our own work with wings, so I hope you enjoy it. What are we talking about today, Drew? So today we're going to talk about wings. Wings. It's one of those topics in the Enneagram world that either people feel very strongly about or don't care about at all. Mm. Or don't so, know how to use. Or don't know how to use. Yeah. So what the heck are Enneagram uh, type wings? Yes. <laughs> Go. Well, you know, there's lots of different theories I've read out there. Um, I have I have a whole uh, folder for this. Uh, I'm not going to get to that. But I, I have, you know, sort of the initial idea was that the wings are to help you fly. They are to help you balance out your um, your primary stuckness, you know, your dominant type, um, which I do think um, makes sense. You know, one one perspective I think is from Machazo, and I've heard uh, I forget the guy Blakey now that has done stuff with the CIA, but um, you know he talks about, and I've also heard this from the Favers too. But each type can actually be thought of as being created by the tension of the polarity of its wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you um, another idea is that from the Favers, David and Catherine Favre, they've got um, what's called wing theory which is super cool when you're like sitting with a uh, somebody you're trying to do some work with. And they say, if you think about um, something you're struggling with, you're really struggling with it, you just can't figure it out and you can't solve the issue. It's because it's you're trying to solve it with the tension of the ideas of how the wings would solve it. And they say, the best idea is to look to both of your lines of connection and ask what the what those two numbers would do in this situation and that will help you make better decisions and they won't be normal or natural decisions for you to get out of the stuckness but they will be the ones to help you do that that's kind of the yeah. benefit yeah. of that but that's a, that's one idea i yeah. feel it's really important to clarify one quick thing is your wings are the numbers on either side of your number you cannot be a four <laughs> with a nine wing that's not a thing um <laughs> That just messes the whole system up. There are other connections to those numbers, yes, but uh, right. just in in wing in wing theory, this that is how it works. So a four like myself has a five and a three, um, and you're typically more dominant in one or the other, depending on where you're at in your life and lots of different factors. Um, but you can only have numbers on either side of you. Let me reiterate that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah. There's, there's so many schools of thought on this. I've heard people say, um, "Yeah, you have a dominant wing." I've heard others say, "Well, you have a dominant wing, kind of for the first half of your life, and then you spend right. the second half of your life yeah. cultivating that other wing." Mm-hmm. I've heard um, some people say wings don't matter at all, and right. the CIA guy, I think you you were referencing Abram, what is Gold, Michael Goldberg, right? Yes. Who who who. Uh, really thinks that the wings are it, you know, that type doesn't make sense without an understanding of this kind of polarity of wings. There's just a a lot of theories out there. I think um, uh, what's most important probably is that they are resource points, Mm -hmm. right? On the the framework of the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. Among a, a myriad of resource points that we have of things that our type are connected to either through the lines or 
through some other means, but mm-hmm. that, that they are, you know, we have access to these uh, points next to us and they can be useful to us, right? I was going to say, I see a lot of people um, trying to use them to fit themselves into, uh, if if the one type doesn't work for them, well, well, I'm going to, maybe I have a, a one wing or if I have a, uh, the other side as well, maybe I'm balanced and that's how I make myself fit into the dominant number I'm looking for. Um, and I don't think that's helpful. I, I think that is just seeing wings as an ad- additional external behavior that distracts you and is a smoke mm. string from what you're trying to become to get peace or individuation or whatever. Um, but so on one side, you could kind of th- I think like maybe behaviorally they don't matter because on an ego level, they're how you maintain control of a false identity. Um, mm. But yeah, I just, I think that it's unhelpful when you're trying to just add on more behavior to make sense of, of your dominant type, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Without doing the, the deep work of finding your motivation, finding all the, the nasty stuff we don't want to see. Right. Um, I yeah. wonder if it'd be, it'd be helpful if we just kind of finish up uh, with us going around and talking about our dominant type and how we relate to the wings on either side of us. Yeah. Um, one idea for me, um, I can't remember if I heard this somewhere or if I just have noticed this in myself over the time that I've been watching myself from the nine space, but, um, you know, it might even be like one of the, the anchor type ideas is that for me, anger, you know, as a nine, I fall asleep to that, but anger for me tends to show up more in the style of the one or in the eight. So anger is going to be, if I have more of an eight wing, more explosive and quick and it's gone. Whereas on the one, if I have more of a one wing, um, it might be more withheld and, and, and aligned and straightened and, and pushed down, you know, suppressed. Um, and I, I, I do have a one wing. I, I, I would say that that's where I've leaned towards and I'm practicing, um, bringing out the eight, um, again, to, to help balance out, uh, the type. Cause you know, that the, the eight, well, the nine is, yeah, I'm not going to get into all that, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's one way I would say that I see the, the wings for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'd say for me, um, being dominant type four, uh, definitely and heavy on the five. Um, I think I have some. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I really do, and it's so annoying. Um, I, I for me, I see that um, so much in my feelings define my thinking, and my thinking defines my feelings. And yeah. I just caught in this. I get caught in this vortex often, where it, it, I never get anything done. Um, it it just ends up being. Um, what is what is the best way to do this thing and then but i don't feel like doing the thing that is best and then it just keeps going and going and going and there's it just kind of gets to a point and i mean withdrawn types right is like the ready um aim 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 fire um and there's just a point where my anger got to the point and my frustration with myself was just like uh and this has become a practice where kind of awakening to my anger in some regards of just do it. Just stop stop trying to wait till the feelings are there to actually do it. But just get up and go. Yeah. And feelings will follow or not. And that's okay. So it's been a it's been a um 
it's been a journey figuring mm-hmm. out how to integrate that those the strengths of that three and and even just on self promotion and um valuing my skills um monetarily and otherwise um it's been a slow waking up on that side of the four yeah as a freelance artist you're always faced with that that tension right exactly exactly yeah 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 so so for me as a a dominant type three yeah i've always had a what feels like a complicated relationship with my wings uh, you know that they're not so clean cut for me. I, I think mm. probably probably my um, if, if I take the school of thought um, to heart, if you will, see what I did there. That <laughs> uh, that this first half of life, you do have a dominant wing. Uh, you know, with some hindsight, I can now say that uh, the four wing has been more dominant mm. because you know if I. Remember, um, back to when I was a child, I was actually a really sensitive kid. Hmm. And uh, I remember, though, that shame that comes with hmm. being a three, feeling so ashamed of being sensitive. Like, I, I remember, wow. uh, you know, I was quick to cry as a kid um, when I was frustrated or upset or hurt. Um, and I hated it. <laughs> and, and so, mm. you know, and I've since I'm, I'm 40 now I've, I've worked through this and am working through, but, um, I am realizing a lot of the development of my type three kind of character structure has been in response, I think to that. Mm. And, and so some of my work has been reclaiming that four wing or at least recognizing that it's there. Now, and then on the other side, though, is this wholly different wing altogether, the two, um, which has been an, a, another kind of interesting space for me because you know, my entire career has been kind of in the helping profession. Hmm. And I've been in these spaces in which um, I'm teaching or I'm uh, in these kind of nonprofit servant leadership roles that um, really force me to use <laughs> this uh of two wing, but it has not felt as natural probably. Mm. Like I bounced around in a few different types of helping professions before landing on the university campus, which is far more comfortable for me. And, you know, I could go into a whole number of reasons why that is. But um, so I really think in some ways my work has been, instead of really viewing myself, um, you know, with tongue firmly planted in cheek, uh, as a three with a three wing, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to realize that, uh, you know, I have this four wing and it is a resource to me because it helps me. It really helps me, I think, um, get into my heart, mm-hmm. um, take that long perilous journey for a three from the head to the heart, you know, mm. um, so, which has been really hard for me. It's not one of those things where when people, so which has been tough for me when I, well, I just lean into that wing. When people say that, that's, that's never been my experience. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't just, I can't just simply tilt the balance of my body and lean into this wing. It's mm-hmm. cause it's far more complicated than that. And you know, I don't, that could be some unique things about being a three. It could right. be my own stuff, you know, but it has been hard, but it's also been really good at the same time. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I would wonder, Drew, if, well, some of that might be sub-pres, three and S2. Um, mm. I think but, so, yeah. Yeah, but also, if, if it's true, and I do think wings tend to externalize um, behaviorally, I think uh, it might be even just something to ask people around you what wing they see showing up more. Because I would <laughs> say people, people, I would say that about you personally, but I think people would say that about me too with the one, not the eight. And I would yeah. say that about you too, Creek, with the five. So, awesome. <laughs> it's been great. 15 minutes. Nailed it. Fathom 15. Fathom, Fathom 15. 15. It sounds like like a weight loss plan or something. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to rethink this. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Truthwork Media Studios.